Good morning, Auburn, and welcome to another exciting episode of Compact Discourse right here on WEGL 91.1 FM, Auburn's premier home for student-run radio since 1971. I'm your host, Jack Hart, alongside my color man, Davis Carroll, joined by the illustrious Luke Walker of his fine Wednesday morning. We'd like to welcome in our listeners in the Auburn Opelika Megaplex, as well as around the world, however you may be tuning in today, whether that be on your terrestrial radio antenna in your car or home, via the information superhighway at WEGLFM.com, or watching our YouTube live stream, or if you're listening to our podcast after the fact on Transistor.fm, or watching the replay on Eagle Eye TV, however you're getting this information today, we thank you for joining us on Auburn's only student-run drive-time morning show. And now, of course, we are broadcasting live from the Bradley-based and WEGL studios, right here in the Harold Melton Student Center on the campus of Auburn University here in Auburn, Alabama, where it is a beautiful 73 and partly cloudy this fine hump day morning. It is compact discourse. It is, of course, Wednesday, September the 8th, 2021. We wish you a most sincere buenos dias, guten morgen, bon matinee, or good old American. You know, good morning as we get on with the show. Davis, Luke, how are we feeling today? How are you guys doing for this week finale of compact discourse uh, on a weagle wednesday mind you so we got a pretty exciting show lined up for you guys uh feeling pretty good feels really good outside but i did bring an umbrella that i happened to find on the ground the other day just in case it rains okay okay yeah you uh you never know with that weather i've just started packing rain jackets just about every day no matter what it's what it's looking like very pragmatic solution yes all right well at this point i would like to remind our audience that if at any point in the next two hours you feel so inclined to ask a question, answer a question, drop a hot take, or in the highly unlikely event that we get something wrong, you can correct us. Go ahead and call in at 334-844-9345. That's 334-844-WEGL on your touchtone keypad. You can also shoot us a tweet at CDISCAU, and our dedicated team of call screeners will handle your inquiry. I might be a little more likely to get to that tweet as I have about 15 things to keep my eyes on here in the studio. So... Without further ado, let's get on with the show. Luke, it's good to have you back. I know we had you on the Monday show. What have you been getting up to since then? Two times in one week. This is yeah, crazy. I know. I know. Uh, we're show regular? <laughs> we, uh, we got uh, the NFL season's kicking off tomorrow night. There's plenty of excitement going on this weekend. Auburn's taking on Alabama State in football um are you, are you a cowboys fan luke i am a cowboys fan okay so pretty ex- pretty big game coming up tomorrow for uh, for the texas faithful i'm uh, a, a little bit more of a loose follower with the cowboys than the mavs but uh definitely uh would consider myself a cowboys fan and then a couple of my roommates are actually bucks fans so okay might have a little uh little heated watch party tomorrow all right, well, we are going to bring you a little bit of campus news to start off the show as I'll um, switch over to the three cam view. Yeah, it looks all right. <laughs> Luke's a little hiding behind his mic, but that's okay. <laughs> um, so here's some campus news. Auburn is, of course, expanding its COVID-19 testing options on campus. COVID-19 testing capabilities on Auburn's campus will soon be increasing. Currently, drive through COVID-19 testing is available by appointment only through the AUMC. That's the medical clinic. Monday through Friday from 8.30 to 11.30 a.m., starting at 1 p.m. Tuesday, September 7th. So yesterday, the university will expand upon that by also conducting testing through the AU Pharmaceutical Care Center Monday through Wednesday from 1 to 4 p.m. by appointment only. 
so the location will remain at the south quad parking deck the number of appointments and time slots will continue to increase and afternoon appointments will be scheduled through the auburn university pharmaceutical care center's online scheduling system appointments through aumc are made through calling the covid 19 hotline at 334-844-9825 so 334-844-9825 you need to get a covid 19 test through the medical clinic Additional testing locations in the Auburn area can be found if you go to the COVID-19 Resource Center on the university's website. Um, if you are found to have a positive uh, reading on that test, it is encouraged by the university to report uh, to fill out a self-report positive form so that the university can continue to monitor trends regarding COVID-19. Where is the medical clinic at? The medical clinic is. I've never uh, been. Davis never doesn't been. get sick. It's on. Uh, it's, if I do, I don't go there. It's on Lim. So you know, uh, if you're driving towards, uh, if you're driving down Donahue and you get to the intersection with the nursing school mm-hmm. and Lim Morrison. So if you turn right, you'd go to, you'd go to the frat houses. Yeah. If you go left, the first building on your left would be the medical clinic. Okay, interesting. But, just in case anybody else didn't know. But the the tests are administered at the South Quad parking deck, which is where the parking office is. If you ever had to pay a parking ticket. Okay. So, in that general area. Keep an eye out just in case. Yep. Uh, just be informed of the university's COVID nineteen policy as it continues to. Uh, you know, adapt and evolve as the the virus continues to adapt and evolve. So encouraging everybody to continue to stay safe. Uh, As a reminder, masks are still required inside of all university buildings. So if you're uh, not alone in a room or uh, in a situation like this, so uh, be sure to continue to wear those unless you're actively eating or drinking. Um, I've been wearing them all morning. I go get my coffee and what have you. So continue to wear your masks inside university buildings. until the university says otherwise so that is your quick COVID-19 update and let's jump on over to the weather we're in Auburn Alabama right now it is 73 degrees and fair outside is the adjective we're using to describe it um, your high is going to get up to 83 your low is going to get down to 70 so it's been pretty cool this week all things considered um, for an early September week where it was peaking around the 90s in the past two weeks it's not really getting above 85 this week so good news and i think the rain is contributing to that just a little bit or at least the cloud cover as we continue to see a lot of action in the gulf and the atlantic um, from the tropical storm season so this is an 18 percent chance of rain um, so good call on the rain jacket and umbrella fellas um, this afternoon it's probably going to get up to around 80 with a 60 percent chance of th- scattered thunderstorms so uh, just make sure you keep an eye on the weather before you head outside, uh, or the radar, rather. Uh, this evening, there is a continued chance of rain down to 37%, scattered T-storms, and then your overnight temp is going to be around 71 degrees. So pretty mild day, all things considered, when you consider it's a, uh, it's a early September afternoon in lower Alabama. Uh, we're also continuing to take a look at Hurricane Larry, who has pretty much planted itself right in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean, uh, waiting to make a move. So that one is still off the coast of Puerto Rico and has um, been categorized as a Cat 3. Looks like it's going to be downgraded to a Cat 2 as it continues to head into some cooler waters, but it has been making a 
northerly turn and it does not look like it is heading for the east coast of the united states anytime soon however there is continual downpours and flooding along the eastern seaboard in the new jersey new york areas as we continue to deal with the uh run-on effects from hurricane ida so there could be potential dangerous swells at east coast beaches but it looks like hurricane larry is not going to make proper landfall on the east coast of the united states all right and that is your quick weather update so continue to monitor the radar today i always check it before i go outside just to see if i'm going to get caught out without an umbrella so that is going to do it for your weather report this morning we'll be back with the weather in about a half hour all right guys how are we feeling about today it's a weagle wednesday i know we got a big lineup of shows coming up this evening uh, we got Woodstock Hour, we've got Cheetah Print, we've got a pretty fun evening of Weagle shows coming up. We have uh, Auburn Stages is coming up this Thursday, so tomorrow evening on the Cater Lawn at 5 p.m. If you want to see some live music put on by Dylan, we've got Auburn Stages will be this evening. Uh, Dylan's coming on the show in the second hour to talk about that. He's also going to be joined by DJP and Will Root who are going to bring you some some music content as uh, we are going to celebrate Weagle Wednesday in the only way that we know how, which is just to chat about what we've been listening to and whatever GJP brings into the studio, which, honestly, there's no telling. But I'm trying to see a colorful bird. <laughs> you think he's seen a colorful bird yet? I don't think he has. It's, it's pretty hard to get your... He's talking chain. about uh, a Kevin from Up. Oh, he's yeah. Trying to see the, the snipe. I saw Kevin one time. At Disney World, he's walking around. Okay, he was very tall. But yeah, that's 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 it for that story. <laughs> <coughs> How's y'all classes looking today? I got the uh, I got a nine a.m. and that's that's mm. about it. And then we're we're clear skies until that thunderstorm rolls. Sounds in. fun. Uh, it's Wednesday, so I don't have any scheduled classes. But I I did have to schedule a, a Proctor U exam for this evening, which I'm a little perturbed about. It's my first Proctor U exam ever, so we'll I've never, I never had to do a Proctor U myself. I've heard they're annoying. I think I need to like I I don't know like find a private room or something. Can't you just do it in your room? I guess. Or do you need like a blank? My room's kind of messy. What are they gonna do? Like even to clean your room? Even if I cleaned it, well, yeah. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, actually, they might. That's how Proctor U. I think you're supposed to be against like a blank wall or something. Like even if I technically cleaned my room, there's still like loose papers and office supplies everywhere you can go be. in your you can go in your laundry room and just hope that the mold doesn't get to you yeah i, I don't know i feel like i'd suffocate if i spent 90 minutes in my <laughs> laundry room even with the, the door open uh i don't know i might go over to, to, to bk and rent a room or something because i need to figure that out pretty quickly <laughs> good luck with that yeah so we'll uh we'll see uh we'll see how that goes i will uh be happy to report uh how the proctor u exam went all right, so we are continuing on with our discussion. I know we talked about we talked about nostalgia yesterday, Luke, and kind of what what things in our lives can be tainted by nostalgia, whether that be a kid's show, a kid's movie, or we talked a lot about video games as well, considering that's such an interactive experience. Has there been any instances recently? I know college is all about, you know, consuming media, revisiting things from your childhood, watching new movies and shows. So uh, with, when you meet new people, so is there, has there been anything like kids related media or just something you enjoyed in the past that has recently been 
um, the, the rose-tinted glasses have been taken off for you. So you're saying it, it would kind of be something you go back to later on? Yeah, like, like a, a movie you used to love as a kid. I mean, you watch it now, and you're like, and it's well, just not I'm, I'm, seeing, I'm seeing some plot holes here. Yeah. For me, I'd probably say, like, some of the first couple Star Wars that were made. Mm. Because they're great and all, but, like, I feel like once you've seen those newer with, like, the crazy graphics, mm-hmm. like, you go back to, like, the original, like, a new hope and they're just like barely tapping because that's they had, true like, yeah glass lightsabers they were filming with and they're just like some of the effects are just kind of off um you just notice a couple kind of that kinda, that gives it some charm though in some yeah, ways no, it definitely does because it, it, it's kind of this thing that's like stuck in the past yeah like you can't really you can't change it i will admit when i was when i was a kid i was fighting like the prequels not the not the originals i was going crazy with those toy lightsabers oh yeah I think it's hurt. Several. Those things really hurt. Uh, the the mace windu. You ever get hit on? One. You ever get hit on the knuckles with one of yeah. those? You you would have done. You wouldn't do anything for the rest of the day after that. That junk hurt. And then there were some kids with the the glass ones that like light up. You ever you ever seen those? I, my cousin had one of those, and he always wanted to fight with it. I was like, you're not allowed <laughs> to fight with that one. Get the plastic one that you like, and like opens up. Yeah, yeah. We we probably had like 15 of those collectively on our street. That's like all my fa- all my family lives on one street like cousins and stuff i don't know where they all are now though like they can't they don't make those anymore yeah and i don't know where they all went and then sometimes they would get stuck or they like wouldn't come yeah. out <laughs> i knew all the tricks and he had like a boba fett helmet and a boba fett gun man what good times those were jack did you did you real lightsaber lightsaber dueler as a kid not really i wasn't very good at it when i'd go to my friend's house that that did have the lightsaber <coughs> excuse me they did have the lightsabers. I, w- I would lose pretty handily. I would always get like backed into a corner. <laughs> I wasn't a very good fencer, but uh, I, I don't know. I had I had the uh, I I would dress up my Nerf guns to look like a, a clone. Blaster. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I was I was more into the the ballistics aspect of Star Wars. That's a shame. So you'd be a clone before you'd be a Jedi. I mean, <laughs> I went as a clone and as Jango Fett for Halloween. Not at the same time, obviously, for, I think, two consecutive years. But, uh, no, I was never a Jedi. Well, I guess that that probably says something about you deep down, but we're not going to get into that. All right. For a later date. <laughs> we are going to head to a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to continue to discuss what we have going on right now. I got Luke and Davis in the studio with me. We might be able to talk a little Auburn basketball as we have news about Flanagan that we need to share with the world. We'll be right back after these messages. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to Compact Discourse. Welcome back to Compact Discourse right here on WEGL 91.1 FM. I'm your host, Jack Hart, joined alongside Luke Walker and Davis Carroll. We are coming at you live from the WEGL studios here in the Harold Melton Student Center. I want to remind you that WEGL is available to follow on both Twitter and Instagram. If you want to do so, that is at WEGL underscore AU on both Twitter and Instagram if you want updates about all things Weagle, including DJ spotlights, announcements about events, and 
whatever else the marketing team has cooking up over there. It's a pretty good looking page if you ask me. Gone over a pretty se severe makeover in the past few months and it looks pretty good. I'm in the Twitter page. Um, you can follow at WEGL underscore AU for all the updates about the station, including uh, potential maintenance or when we're going live or what shows are going live and when. And I also retweet a lot from at CDiscAU on there, which is where we make updates about this show, including who we have coming up on the next show, what we may be talking about if you want to get your opinions in early. Um, sometimes I post the trivia question there. And that's where I post a lot of the podcasts. If you don't want to go out and search for them yourself, you can just go over to the Twitter page at CDiscAU and check that out. Um, we also make show announcements, including the one that there will not be a show tomorrow. So I know we normally have a show on Thursday, but I will not be able to host tomorrow. So there's not going to be a show tomorrow. So this will be our week three finale of Compact Discourse. And I think it's going to be a good show. We got DJP, we got Will Root, we got Dylan, we got Grayson potentially coming on. It's going to have a lot of fun. But that is the future. Let's talk about the present. We have Luke Walker and Davis Carroll sitting right next to me right now, and we are going to discuss the news that came out yesterday that Alan Flanagan of the Auburn University basketball team, he is a forward, is out indefinitely after undergoing surgery on his right Achilles last Friday. It's coming from AL.com. Flanagan underwent a successful procedure to repair his Achilles after sustaining what the program described to be a, quote, non-basketball trauma. Recently, Flanagan is expected to miss 12 to 14 weeks. What's your uh, knee-jerk reaction to this, Davis? You know, uh, first off, my knee-jerk reaction is to hope that he'll recover well, since it's oh, yeah. not— We're glad that the— so, I mean, it's yeah. The surgery went well. It's not a complication with yeah. repairing it. So. <clears throat> from what I understand, from what we've heard, it's not a full tear, and they haven't said it was. So that makes it a lot easier to recover from it. A full Achilles tear is probably the hardest injury to recover from basketball, or I guess sports-wise in general. Obviously, there's been a few that could do it. Dominique Wilkins did it well. Kobe did it well. Kevin Durant's doing it well. But there's a lot of other players that did not do it well. So just hoping Allen recovers well, takes it slow, takes it easy so he can be back full strength. Uh, but the question really is, is he's a junior right now, I think. or no? Yeah, he's a junior right now, so he's my grade. Will he stay another year after recovering, which I think would be the smart thing to do, or would he just go straight to the NBA because he's like the 18th-ranked prospect or something I saw? Yeah, he's the SEC's fourth-leading returning scorer. He averaged 14.3 a game. So I think it would be advantageous for him to look into NBA draft if his stock stays kind of high or at least in a good spot in the lottery maybe, but I think he'd probably come back for his senior year if he recovers well, which would be – good for Auburn so it was only a partial tear like 50% or so yeah what the article was saying uh, it doesn't it, it, it doesn't really give like percentages but like it doesn't say it's a full tear yeah okay. based on the recovery period yeah and the type of surgery he received I think that's that's our best guess but partial tears still need like surgery yeah huh. you gotta re you gotta fix it former kinesiology major here <laughs> I don't, I don't know about all the surgeries and stuff, but any partial tear still needs a lot of rehab in itself. Like if you hurt your knee partially, like if you partially tear your ACL, that can still require surgery just to fix it up so you don't – because if it's a partial tear and you keep walking on it, you can fully tear it later yeah, yeah. on. 
Uh, a few of my cl- hey, some of those classes stuck with me. All those kinesiology classes are still in here somewhere. So, Luke, are you are you a big Auburn basketball fan? I'm a, a little bit of an Auburn basketball fan. I went Still to probably four games, five games um, this past year. Okay. Um, I don't follow too heavily, but I know this is a, a big, big injury, big uh, burden on the team. You're going to have to show up to some of the basketball. You're going to have to get there 3 a.m. this year to get to some of the games. Yeah, I know. Those those lines start crazy early. That's why you got to get there. Would, would I catch you in line if I showed up at that time? You would. I've been there with Jack Dang. at 3 a.m. before. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, we'll see. I, might I I think I definitely need to do it at, at least once. I, I at, do at not. I after, I spent the all of 2020, um, so from uh, so excluding the Vanderbilt game, which was our first home game in 2020, um, all the way to Texas A&M, which was our last home game in 2020, I attended every Auburn home basketball game. So those were all conference games except for the one Iowa State game in the Big 12 Challenge. But um, I, you know what? It was, it was not fun at the time getting up at you know, 4 a.m., and especially if you're me and you hate the cold, uh, sitting in the cold uh, in a, in a, on a f- like moonless February morning. <laughs> was not fun at the time but you know what i do not regret any aspect of it because um you know it's better to have a good story than a good time i always say so i i really made the most of it and you know davis and i we were watching the highlights of the the lsu yeah. game one, like one of the greatest Auburn basketball games ever played and you could see it we're sitting there right there on the front row on every highlight so that that there's no there's no experience that wouldn't make it worth that so it's it's really awesome. Um, it's like it's a really good culture, and I know we got Jacob Hillman in house here at WEGL. Is actually the president of the Jungle uh, coming crazy. up for yeah. this uh, oh, wow. for this upcoming season. Uh, so I'm super excited to work with him, work with Weagle to get some really great student section experiences uh, on the table. And I know Bruce Pearl is super enthused to work with the students because you know he he lo- he loves the students and. Uh, you know, whether that be coming out to throw bagels at us or just uh, supporting us and however we want to support the team, he's been a, a really great face of the team to, uh, you know, lead. Uh, it, it starts with a culture change, and that's exactly what Bruce Pearl has brought to Auburn in what he's doing, you know, because he, he transformed a not a basketball school into a basketball school. And that's, I mean, not that's a that's a tall task if you ask me yeah there always feels like there's such a big yeah. uh, a big feeling of community amongst the uh the basketball team and kind of like the fans yeah one of the hardest things you can do in any field is get people to care and bruce pearl has you know aced that test i think jack you mentioned the bagel incident <laughs> the bagel I, incident i forgot about that until you mentioned it do you think that well, I'll explain it in a second. Or the Tiger cards. The Tiger card fiasco this year is more disorganized. Well, I think, I don't know. The, the bagels were lower stakes. because I mean, it was very lower <laughs> stakes, but that was way more disorganized. So, what can, were you there? Oh, wait, you're a sophomore, I was not. aren't you? Are you a sophomore? Uh, no, I'm a junior. He is a junior. Interesting. I was told you're a sophomore. <laughs> Bad information. Someone lied to me. I'm also a junior, so... Something just fell out of my pocket. But uh, so Bruce Pearl came out with like the, it was the what game was it? It was it was a big crowd. I remember I, that. I could check, but it was also during the day. 
So, or it was a morning. It was early morning. So that might have made it an 11 a.m. tip. So maybe it was LSU. It, mm, I don't think it was. No, it was further LSU. back. Yeah. It might have been the what's, what was the game where SEC or not SEC Nation game or whatever it Kentucky. was. Kentucky. Yeah, it might have been Kentucky. Could have been. But so he came out with like a big box of bagels and like maybe like two things of cream cheese. <laughs> like you you weren't getting poor ratio. <laughs> Like, so, and he'd be walking through, he's like, you want a bagel? And he handed it, and then after, he, like, just for the photo ops, and then he handed out some, I was able to get my hand on one somehow, and then he, some for some reason, they just gave it to, like, the box, if I remember correctly, it was just the kids in the back, and they just started throwing them. <laughs> like, they weren't even trying to get it to me, they just started throwing them, and there was, like, there's probably still bagels on top of the, the arena. For, for, yeah, for a few months, there were bagels on top of the Auburn Arena sign of the student center. Oh, the student section entrance. Um, and I don't know. We, I think that was our last breakfast with Bruce. Yeah, we weren't. We, we got in trouble for that. We lost our breakfast privileges. And then some guy just had the big jug of cream cheese. I remember that. And people were like, give me the cream cheese. And he was like, no. It's just, he was just holding on to it. I, that was Ogging crazy. the cream cheese? Yeah. I didn't even want any cream cheese. It was like Lord of the Flies it, out there. It was. People were <laughs> punching each other. I think there was almost a fight over some bagels, actually, now that you say that. That was, I think, I'm going to vote for that as more disorganized. What time was that out? Because I feel like if people, yeah, if if they're there that early. The sun was up. Standing in that cold. And it was February, so like maybe 8, 8.15. I don't know. I have a great video of Bay Marks throwing a bagel. Um, (laughs) Maybe a little incriminating, but it is very entertaining (laughs) to watch. It is. They, They had a weird trajectory once you threw them. Uh, they, like, yeah. flip over in the air and then fly like a Frisbee. I mean, the aer- bagel. The, we can discuss the aerodynamics of bagels at a later date. But I think with that, we are going to head to a quick commercial break. And when we come back, we're going to continue to sit and discuss with Davis and Luke all things Auburn and all things around the country as we continue our discussion here on Compact Discourse. You're listening to Compact Discourse right here on WEGL 91.1 FM. We'll be right back after a two-minute PSA break. Welcome back to Compact Discourse right here on WEGL 91.1 FM, WEGLFM.com, or however you are joining us today. We welcome you into the show. We're broadcasting live from the WEGL studios in the Auburn University Harold Melton Student Center, and we are very happy to have you sitting in the booth with us for another two-hour show this is our final show of the week. It is a Weagle Wednesday. We will have DJP, Will Root, and Dylan coming in to discuss all things music and Auburn stages in the second hour. But for now, it's your host, Jack Hart, alongside Luke Walker and Davis Carroll. Um, sort of the theme we've been talking about for the past two days is about children's television shows and are they immune to criticism, as well as what can nostalgia, how can that blind you from from thinking critically about your favorite shows and um, there's a bit of news that's come up about a children's TV show as of late, and that is none other than Blue's Clues, the uh, the cartoon blue dog who solves mysteries around its house. Davis, what's the news? 
it seems that oh wait go ahead okay it go seems ahead. that from what i've seen i've seen some ads for it is that they have like maybe a reunion episode or something or something's going on where the original blues clues guy i think his name's steve steve and it was steve John and joe or joe i when i was a kid i was a big blues clues clan fan Steve and Joe were the ones I watched. I remember when Steve left. That was tragic. I don't remember when he left, but I remember just one day it was Steve, and the next it was Joe, and I was like, oh, okay. There's a new guy here. They just didn't mention it at all. I you think know, they, they definitely did. I, I just missed that, that episode. I think the story was that he went to college. I think it was. Did you, did you ever hear that theory? Like, in the mid-2010s, it was like, Steve always wore the long sleeves because he has sleeve tattoos. He was in a heavy metal band, <laughs> which isn't true. It's not true. But, like, I remember hearing that. I was like... I can't believe it. That sounds like something what something would some someone would say to me. Also same same vein as Mr. Rogers wears long sleeves because he has sleeve tattoos from when he was in the Marines in Vietnam, which is also not true. I don't know what is it with sleeve tattoos. Well, I mean it, it's it's the irrefutableness of it. I mean you can't disprove it. You've definitely seen both of them without long sleeves on. Okay. I'm just saying. Okay. But uh yeah, blues clues. Fond memories with blues clues? Yes, I personally do. I don't know about y'all. That was my show as a kid. Who's your what favorite? Was the, uh, what was the mailbox thing again? Mail uh, uh, the mailbox the, speak. We just got a letter. We just got a letter. We just got a letter. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Yeah, the mail. Uh, pretty much everything spoke. The salt and the pepper spoke. Paprika, cinnamon. Yeah. Shovel the shovel in the pail. I'm on the I'm on the wiki page right now. Looking okay. At this. Looking at the anthology yeah. of um, yeah. of Blue's Clues characters. I mean, there was there was a cat that was from the city. That was Periwinkle. Okay, I uh, knew that one off the top of my head. Blue's Clues was that that was, they they had uh they taught you colors a lot, right? Yes. They taught you about chartreuse. Um, probably. They I remember Magenta was the other dog. Okay, yeah, and chartreuse was another dog, uh, the green dog. I think that was just called Green Puppy. Green Puppy. That's what it says <laughs> on Google. How do you spell chartreuse? It starts with a creativity. Starts with C H A R T. Chart chartreuse. I just I I have it enough. I'll figure it out. Okay. Um. What is what is the name of the green dog on Blue's Clues? Green puppy. Green puppy. <laughs> you think a five year old kid's gonna be like, oh, that's chartreuse? They were teaching that color on the show. I Why mean, would they teach chartreuse before green? I mean, they talk. <laughs> You're, you're skipping a few steps there. You have to have an understanding of green. I just remember they, they would teach you, like, fun and unique colors. And I remember they were magenta, periwinkle, and chartreuse. This is a cute puppy. This is a cute little green puppy. I wish. Is, I wish he, is he related to Blue's Clues? No. Or Blue? Was Green Puppy, like, evil? Was he grumpy? Was I he don't, a, I don't he, remember Green Puppy. Was he a foil to I Blue? I think Green Puppy showed up. After my time on Blue's Clues, I, I love how one-sided uh, characters are in like children's shows. Like they're he, like he's like always grumpy or like always yeah, this. It's pretty cut and dry. <laughs> Here you go, Jack. Here's a live journal. What? This is a crazy. It's a live journal website. If you know Chartreuse, it's likely you knew it from watching Blue's Clues. It's like there a blog go. blog post. That I, that's where I know it from. Chartreuse is actually a very light green. It was color. the episode where they is mixed colors. Chartreuse on your, uh, on your. It's more. It's, it's more limey than than the one I'm. You're my asking the wrong guy about colors. I know there. about colors. Okay. Chartreuse puppy. There was an episode where they mixed. I colors. do remember that. Yeah, I I have a very uh, vivid mental image. And they always also always jumped in the pictures. Yeah, blue skidoo. You can too. Yeah. Ooh. 
We should we should do that for Comic Discourse. We jump into like a picture of the studio and then we're here. Okay. Think I'll get our I'll get our production uh, production team think on about that. it. When you think about it, this guy was just like kind of in a world of his own, just talking to little salt and pepper shakers and his dogs. He was a little bit uh from a realistic perspective, he might have been a little bit out of his mind. Okay. Can we say that? That's an interesting read. <laughs> All right. So have you Were seen Were there any other human characters? There was, I think, the mailman? Did he deliver <laughs> That's mail? That's his only that human. That was Mr. Rogers. That's his only human contact. Mr. Rogers had Mr. McFeely, but That's I don't true. think there was a human mailman on Blue's Clues. That's fair. I, well, he, you do see, you did see Steve interacting with Josh and uh, Joe in the newest commercial. But have you ever, Jack and I, when we watched it, it was the pretty distinctive design have you seen the new design of it since then no did it get like modernized yes and like here's i'll show a picture to the minimalist too this is what we watched there's a picture for jack i'm sure oh yeah that takes me back let me see Luke. side table drawer oh, yeah my yeah. guy side table drawer <laughs> i always I always like the chair we had a chair like that in my house and i'd sing the song i'd sit in it I had that, that you know, the when, thinking chair. when they'd find clues and then he'd write it in that little notebook. Yeah, I had one of those. I was really bad at drawing the pictures, though. He made it look so easy. Okay, and here's the new one. Here's to the camera. Oh, he's just in, a, in the void. Well, that's not, that's just like the promo pic, but like the CG dogs. There's blue and magenta. Oh. Wait. Uh, it's the, not pleasant for those of you who can't see I, it. I, I, it's a bit unsettling. <laughs> the old one the always looked like it was like they drew it on like construction paper and just put it on the 2d background i don't know how they did it yeah i mean it's like baby's first south park <laughs> yeah that's that's what it was <laughs> but yeah i was a big blues clues fan what did magenta get glasses <laughs> what this is crazy this i think you're Please. i think you're too far gone davis <laughs> we need to watch blues clues sometime see if we remember it all we'll report back with our findings as we uh we figure out if green puppy what green puppy's real name is i think it's green puppy. If, if we can get Definitively, it out of his name is green puppy or her name i'm not sure all right we're gonna head over to word of the day now that we've uh we're done talking about children's television shows and you know the theme of blues clues was learning something so we'll try to teach you something here on compact discourse today wait I, before you go, there are other live action characters i've just found out <laughs> but you can do your thing who are they davis uh steve and joe's grandparents or okay. grandmother i got are they related interesting miranda magenta's live action owner marley the deaf librarian who'd use a sign language <laughs> that is winona sam and tyrese the caretakers of blues classmates and julia a slipper repair woman what a but she's only in deleted scene. What a cast. <laughs> what a niche job to have. Yeah, I'm, I'm a slipper repair I'm a cobbler, one. but only for nightwear. <laughs> All right, so we are going to jump into word of the day. We're going to learn you a thing, as I like to say. Um, we'll, let, uh, we'll, let, we'll let someone define, or try to define it. We'll let someone try to spell it. And uh, that's how it works here on word of the day. I am, of course, the keeper of the word. And the word today is nascent. You guys know this word? This is one of these words where I've heard it, but like gone to my head, I couldn't tell you what it meant. I have heard I'll it too. A, uh, I'll go for a spelling right now. Oh. Okay. I'll go for a uh, N. Good start. A C E N T. One more time. N A C E N T. 
Is it N A S C N T E N T? Yeah, it is. It's nascent. Kind of like you smell with your oh, scent. Like a scent. Mm. Although that's not at all what it means. So there's a hint for the definition, okay. Davis. Could you give me an spent sentence by chance? Okay. Um, <laughs> I don't know any context of the word. Let me think of a good sentence. Hmm. Elon Musk's nascent company, SpaceX, attempts to send a man to Mars. Mm. Up and coming? That's my guess. Okay. I'll um I'll burgeoning. Give, I'll give you fifty percent. Fifty percent correct on that one, Davis. Nascent is of course an adjective. Um it is especially of a process or organization. A is something that is just coming into existence and beginning to display signs of future potential. Heck yeah. So that's close enough for me. That was pretty close. Give me a point five on the, the word of the day score. All right, I will chalk that up. Um our team of tabulators will put that in the files for your records. That's not a word you hear often, but I feel like I've heard it more than once in my life. I feel like it's a very it's one of these words that has when you once you read the definition has such a specific definition, which is why I love learning new words, because a big problem with language is that words stop meaning things when people overuse them, you know? So people will start using nascent to describe things that aren't processes or organizations, and then we, we then we lose the word effectively because you're just you're just filling everyone's head with synonyms, and uh, we lose our language. So it's important to new, use new words and you know spice up your language. I'm about to. I had a word last night reading. I'm going to try to find for you. All right, it may just be on the next edition of Word of the Day here on Compact Discourse. All right, Luke, I know you got to get out of here after this break but is there any uh, anything else you'd like to share with the audience anything you're excited about this coming weekend because we're not going to have a show until next week or anything you've accomplished this week that you'd uh, you'd like to share with us uh i would like everyone to wish me luck i've just placed a grubhub order for some coffee oh the time okay. it just right before that 9 a.m don't know if it'll hit or not probably we'll will see. they're pretty quick right we'll about this time we will see but, uh, yeah, nothing else. Just thanks just for having me. Great black Good coffee. <laughs> you excited for the game this weekend? I am, yes. A little, a little early, early. Yeah, I'm, I'm after, after last week's extremely long Saturday, I'm very excited to uh, k- uh, kick off at 11 a.m. against Alabama State. Yeah. Um, and so with that, I do want to bring up that our trivia question, you can still send in your answers at CDiscAU. We did kangaroo trivia last week because we played Akron and their mascot's a kangaroo. But we're playing Alabama State this weekend, so we're going to do some Alabama State trivia. And uh, this one is about a astrological phenomenon that occurred in Alabama that, as far as I could tell, has never occurred anywhere before or since, uh, verifiably. So, And that is what is known as the Oak Grove meteorite, which fell from the sky in the mid-20th century and did something very specific once it made impact with the earth so what did the oak grove meteorite do to make it so famous that it appears on the welcome to oak grove sign when you drive through silicaca that is your trivia question for compact discourse if you answer it correctly you might just get a shout out on the show and even if you answer it incorrectly we'd love to get your input on that one so you're listening to compact discourse right here on wegl 91.1 fm i want to thank luke for coming in and hanging out with us this morning we're going to head to a quick break and i might just pull grayson in here to discuss mascots again because i got some good material for this one don't go anywhere we'll be right back
welcome back to Compact Discourse right here on WEGL 91.1 FM. We are heading towards the final segment of this first hour. Get excited for the second uh, hour of the show. We got DJP, Will Root, and Dylan coming in to discuss music and Auburn stages. So get excited for that. Luke had to go grab his coffee for his class at 9. So we are welcoming in station manager Grayson Moyer into the booth where we always have a fruitful discussion about whatever he learned in his crossword on any given day. Uh, we also got Davis looking at his textbook um, for, <laughs> for more words, I guess. I found some. And uh, potentially ex- exposing the mysteries of the Blue Clues universe. So we are continuing a discussion. I want to remind you guys that you can follow WEGL on Twitter and Instagram at WEGL underscore AU. And uh, I'm going to throw it over to Davis while I field this phone call. Should I do the word? Yes, that's what he asked for. Okay, okay, okay. Hmm, which one should I do first? Okay, so the first one is called is equipoise. What? You ever heard of that equipoise? word before? No. Okay, do you want to try to guess? Hey, man, what's up? So, equa So, okay, so it's equal something. Poise, how do you spell it? E Q U I P O I S E. Poise. I'm going to get in the book. I'll read you exactly from the book. So, like, I I honestly don't know. I I can only think of, like, posturing, but, like, I I have no idea. It has to do with law, because this is my law book. Well, I got that part. (laughs) Equipoise. Yeah, no clue. Okay. Or does Jack have a guess? I have have Bay Marks. Bay, we got you. Hey, what's up, guys? Hey, Bay Marks. How are you doing this morning? I'm good. I'm glad to be calling in the compact discourse. Yeah, I, I told a little story about you when we when we ate some bagels with Bruce earlier. You remember that? Oh, dude, bagels with Bruce never fails. There you go. All right, what do you what do you have okay. for us, Bay? I know I know Davis will be excited to hear this. So uh, earlier on the air, y'all said you needed the research team to look into green dog or green puppy, excuse me, on Blue's Clues. That's correct. All right, well, me, as in the research team, uh, and Google, as in my researching program, uh, we found ourselves at bluesclues.fandom.com. I have some answers for y'all. Okay, hit us. Okay, so the official name is Green Puppy or just Green. That's what I said. That's where I was. Green. That is the official name of that character. It is a minor recurring character in the series. The gender is female, but often is mistaken as a male dog, and its first appearance was in the episode Blue's Sad Day. Green Puppy's cute. Likes a little cute puppy. Maybe it made Blue's Sad well, Day a little better. Was was this character in, like, a lot of episodes? Because I have no idea it's, who you're I think like, it, talking it, about. The first appearance based on Blue's Clues.fandom that I saw was 2008, <laughs> so I, I don't think I was watching yeah, it. Yeah, that, that might have been beyond my time. Well, yeah, I'll, what do you all think Green Puppy's age is? I'll give you one guess. Four. Two. Six. Six. Wow. Does Green Puppy have like a snaggle tooth? Yes. Okay. It looks like she has buns too. Okay. I got you. You know Green Puppy? Does Jack remember Green Puppy? I remember a a, a dog with like a snaggle tooth coming out out of her her lower jaw. Green Puppy does not have a snaggle tooth, but Green Puppy is characterized as an emerald colored puppy who also loves to knock over block towers. So I guess you can... uh, do with that as you will. I mean, let let he use without the s- sin I, cast the first stone. I'll on have no- to enjoying knocking over block towers. I have to disagree with you, Bay, because it does look like she has two snaggle teeth. I, I I'm not. Know, <coughs> well, 
What do you oh, think? Oh, you're on the bottom row. Yeah, I see the picture. <laughs> Showing everybody. <coughs> y'all, y'all may have already discussed this, but have y'all ever seen like the real life equivalent green puppies? Like sometimes lighter colored dogs when they're born come out green. Whoa, I do now. Looks like, like a, yeah, it's it wears off after a couple weeks. It's just like stuff that basically gets on them in the womb. But it's like they poured Gatorade on it. A lot of times, golden retrievers or like yellow labs, any like white dog can come out green like that. It's pretty rare, but they don't stay green. That's pretty cool. Interesting. That's yeah. a fun fact. But yeah, y'all talking about a uh, y'all talking about blues clues have given me. Uh, major childhood ptsd so i figured i'd dig into my own research to calm my nerves that's kind of the 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 nerve we've been striking for the past two days on on compact discourse we've been talking about a lot of old stuff and shedding a lot of tears in uh, remembrance of our childhoods on the early morning media studies hour it's a very nostalgic path to take but there's also some ptsd in there it's a fine line you have to walk yeah it's a good balance all right bay I want to thank you for calling into the show. I want to remind anybody else, if you're listening in, it's 334-844-9345 if you want to get your Blue's Clues opinions on the show or anything else we talk about, if I'm being real. So, Bay Marks, thank you. Have a good weekend, and I uh, hope to see you on Saturday as the Tigers take on Alabama State. Thank you, Jack. Appreciate it. I'll talk to you all later, boys. Yes, sir. Have a good one. So, how long were you all talking about that before I was here? Blue's Clues. <laughs> Um, a whole segment. <laughs> the better part of a segment. Um, Davis did get sucked in by the Blues Clues wiki. Um, I got nostalgic. We, I, I was referring to how, how Steve was the main guy. I mean, he went to, went to college, was, was the lie I was fed as an as a impressionable child. And he was replaced by Joe, who did not wear stripes. He wore, I think, squares on his shirt was his hustle. And I think he wore purple instead of green. So... I believe that's correct. If uh, <laughs> correct me if I'm wrong, but I think that is they'll call back in and the, yes. uh, the lore of Blues Clues. But enough about that. Um, <laughs> more Blues Clues talk than I was <laughs> expecting today. But uh, you know, uh, Grayson and I had a pretty fruitful discussion last week about mascots and the role they play yeah. in uh, in sports, in in advertising. There's something unsettling about a man in a foam suit, but. Um, the MLB has has partnered with Cinnamon Toast Crunch. I saw <laughs> to to ma- like bring these like the, in like the cardboard cutout era. You could see a lot of the you know that these new. Of course, we all remember the speaking about childhood nostalgia. We all know about the like the scary Cinnamon Toast Crunch commercials where they, they try to eat, eat each, each other. other. Sure. But uh, th- they've fallen into the minimalist trap, and Cinnamon Toast Crunch has gone cell shaded 2D and has new scary cinnamon toast squares that I assume try to eat each other. I think that's the whole hustle with the cereal. Um, but MLB, back in the cardboard cutout era, they had these, these, these new cinnamon toast crunch squares sitting out in, in left field sometimes. But um, now, now that people are back in the stadiums, they had to up their game a little bit. And what I can only describe as a uh, failed SpongeBob prototype... <laughs> Was uh, was hanging out behind home plate at the Marlins game last night, and uh, if you haven't seen this photo, go ahead and check it out. I saw it on Chris Creamer's Twitter, which is uh, that's SportsLogos.net for those of you who are not familiar with that. He has a pretty good Twitter account. He just posted a picture with no context of this cinnamon toast crunch square sitting behind home plate. Uh, Cabrera was pitching, and I assume that was very distracting. 
uh, to have that staring at you with those dead eyes. It's as, honestly as like you attempted to uh, wind up on that one against the Mets. It's like a Lovecraftian nightmare. Like it feels like something I would have seen after eating too much melatonin. Like it, it's just like unblinking, gigantic. It's it's scary. It is gigantic, and that's something I just looked at the picture again, and it was bigger than I remember. <laughs> it, the uh, the, it's taking up what looks to be three or four seats Easily. worth of space. And uh, something I just noticed looking at the picture again, the two gentlemen it's standing in front of are both comically looking over their shoulders inverse of each other to get just. Well, why, why would you want to look at the pitch? The, there are going to be plenty of pitches in the game when you can just stare at the Cinnamon Toast Crunch monster. Evan, is there anyone sitting behind it? Because I hope not. <laughs> they just they just wheeled in a brick wall. <laughs> is there an actual person in that suit, or is it just like a statue? No, they were calling balls and strikes. There was a guy in there. Oh, great. It was calling balls and yes. strikes? <laughs> well, I think, I mean, we talk about robot umps all the time and how we need to get the human element out of the... MLB game to keep it consistent, you know, keep the strike zone consistent. But I think, I mean, I mean, if you, as long as we're getting rid of humans, I think we could just replace the umpire with a cinnamon toast crunch square. Yeah, if, if it's going to be a computer, let's integrate some brands. And like, I think, I don't know, that would uh, drastically reduce the number of passed balls because, and rather than going behind the umpire, it would just thump off of him like it's wall ball. I think if it does get hit by pitch, it should still have the option to chase down the pitcher. Like, that that would bring an element of fear into the game that I think would improve baseball quite a lot. Yeah, I think I think pitchers would be more likely to hit the strike zone if there was the the fear of getting attacked by the cinnamon toast square. Absolutely. I think there was someone behind it. Three there's like so two rows back and it's tall enough that they still can't see. I'm <laughs> It's like the 16 tall foot is. tall cinnamon toast run. It actually gets it a little is. bit bigger throughout the game. They continually swap it out so that every time they cut back to that camera it's just a little bigger. That would be great. They just have iterations of the suit. Well, I, I mean, want Cinnamon Toast Crunch now. They did their job. Oh no, they won. Uh oh, call to action. That's what, they, that's what Chips Ahoy did to me the other day. <laughs> that used to be my my dad's like go to cereal. Oh, it's good. He, he was one of those crazy people that insists on like mixing two or three cereals in the that's single weird. bowl. But oh yeah. Anytime that, uh, he ate Cinnamon Toast Crunch, it was a single. The college dining hall special. Cinnamon Toast Crunch is awesome. Yeah, he just never stopped doing that. I I don't think he really eats cereal that often anymore. But whenever he did, it was two or three at what, once. What's your cereal choice if you eat it? Um, it's hard to say. I I do like Cinnamon Toast Crunch, maybe Rice Krispies. I like simpler cereals. Mm. But I mean, I, I really don't like sweet stuff all that much in the morning, so I typically don't go for cereal. Jack. You got I'm that 10-pound bag of off-brand Rice Krispies or whatever. Those are utility Rice Krispies. Those serve a purpose. Um, but if, if I'm I, – I, I'm kind of an old man. I don't really like sweet cereal. Raisin so Bran. I'll go I, – I do like Raisin Bran Ugh. for dietary reasons. Um, I also enjoy a, a nice plain Cheerio. Um, any any kind of fibrous cereal does does me well. So I, I, I reward them by uh, promoting fiber cereals. So – you know what? I, I I really don't eat cereal that much. I yeah, was thinking about either. we were we were uh, during during uh, one of our mini our mini challenges. We were discussing whether or not milk was allowed um, as as a beverage, um, and whether or not it was allowed in a bowl of cereal. And I'd considered that in in college I haven't really eaten cereal that much. It's not really my goat because if if my my go to breakfast is usually like yogurt and granola, not cereal. Well, well, the problem is cereal is a commitment. No matter how like you pour it. 
like you, have you to can't eat it. yeah yeah you have to finish it that cereal is ruined if you don't finish that bowl mm-hmm. and it's always deceptively like you you pour an entire bowl of cereal and it's always just a little too much maybe for early for in the you. morning I, i've got i, I I've don't got, know it's i've like, gotten goaded at pouring my cereal since they're just the right amount sometimes i'll have like a dessert cereal you know yeah like before bed good one yeah. i like rice krispies or if, if i if i'll get like bamboozled into buying some like oreos or lucky charms or lucky charms are good some crazy um cereal that will probably kill me the kid inside your brain is like you have money now exactly yeah if if it's at the end of the aisle and it it look it's corn based i'm all over it all right hey craves craves very underrated that's all i'll say Mm. all right well we're gonna head to a quick five minute break it's because it is nine o'clock so we're going to end the first half of the show and get on with the second half of the show as we are going to be joined by djp will root and dylan so don't go anywhere we got an exciting second half of the show coming up after these messages we'll be right back tips for you on how to quit smoking like I did. First, I did some reading about it. I found a lot of great advice on how to quit smoking and picked out the ways I thought would work best for me. I started by setting a quit date. Then I threw out my ashtrays, lighters, and matches. I did other things too, like exercising more, and it worked. But I'd still get cravings, especially on long car rides. To help me with that, I put a picture of my mother in my car. She died of lung cancer from smoking cigarettes when I was only 16. Now I have a 16-year-old daughter. That picture of my mother reminds me that I don't want to miss all the things my daughter is going to do in her life, including turning 17. You can quit. For free help, call 1-800-QUIT-NOW. A message from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and CDC. The thought of my sons growing up without me inspired me to quit smoking. I talked to my doctors and then I threw away all my cigarettes, ashtrays, and lighters. I started exercising instead of smoking. Getting support from friends online kept me on track. Staying away from alcohol when I was first quitting was key. Instead of smoking after I ate, I'd get up and take a walk. I missed having a cigarette in my hand, so I'd hold a pen or a straw, anything. Until I knew I wouldn't give in to temptation, I spent more time with my friends who didn't smoke. I went to places that were smoke-free. I didn't stay quit the very first time I tried. I kept on trying, and I learned something each time. Do whatever it takes. No matter how many times it takes. I quit. I quit. I quit. We did it. So can you. You can quit. For free help, call 1-800-QUIT-NOW. A message from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and CDC. It's the top of the hour, about 9 a.m., and you're still listening to WEGL 91.1 FM. Well, you've made it this far. Go get yourself a cup of coffee. You've earned it. I really need a cup of joe, and uh, if I don't get one, I think I might blow a gasket, and it's not a pretty sight. We'll be right back in a few minutes with the second half of the show. Thank you so much for listening to Compact Discourse. Okay, Simon, what are you wearing right now? Nothing. That's right. 
And what do people normally wear? Clothes. Exactly. So now mommy's gonna teach you how to dress yourself. Clothes keep us warm, they look good, and if we go out without them, the neighbors will talk. So it's important to know how to get dressed. Here's how it's done. Underwear always comes first, name tag at the back, then pants, then shirt. Get the first button in the right hole, or you have to start all over. If you're wearing a tie, it goes over, round, round, through, and pull tight. Tuck your shirt into your pants and zip up your fly. Socks go in first, then shoes right on right, left on left. With shoelaces, just take the ends, cross them over, switch the loops, the rabbit goes down the hole, pull tight, and you're left with bunny ears. I love bunnies. Good to know. Now remember, spots don't go with stripes, socks don't go with sandals, and if you've tucked in your shirt, wear a belt. Got it? Why are your pants on your head? Most parenting is hard to do in just two minutes. But spending just two minutes twice a day making sure they brush their teeth is easier and could help save them from a lifetime of tooth pain. For fun two-minute videos to watch while brushing, visit 2min2x.org. That's 2min2x.org. A message from the Partnership for Healthy Miles, Healthy Lives, and the Ag Council. Why is Connor having trouble focusing in school? Having trouble finding Connor's middle school? Would you like directions? No, why is Connor having trouble focusing in school? Finding lowest airfare to Istanbul. No, I'm, I'm tired of fighting with him over homework. Home, walk, restaurant, need a review? No, I need help. He's very smart, but his mind wanders. He's disorganized. I think I understand. Oh, good. Finding best potatoes for french fries. No! Russet. Fingerling, Yukon uh, Gold. Why don't you understand me? Sorry, I was trying to show how Connor feels every day. Frustrating, isn't it? Redirecting to understood.org. For the one in five kids with learning and attention issues, this is what life can feel like. ExploreUnderstood.org, a free online resource about learning and attention issues designed to help your child thrive in school and in life. Understood.org, because understanding is everything. Brought to you by understood.org and the Ad Council. And welcome back to Compact Discourse right here on WEGL 91.1 FM, WEGLFM.com, our YouTube live stream, or however you may be joining us today, whether you that are listening to our podcast, uh, PSA Break Free, later in the week. We want to hear from you. Tweet at us at CDiscAU if you want to get your conversation on the show, if you want to answer our trivia question, or if you want to give us a hot take or ask a question. All are welcome over at at CDiscAU. You can also call in. That's 334-844-9345. We had Bay Marks call into the show earlier today to discuss the Blues Clues lore. And, uh, you know, if you got something to share, we are uh, we are ready to field your calls here. Calls are welcome at 334-844-WEGL. I've got Grayson Moyer. I've got Davis Carroll. And I've got J.P. Williams in the booth with me this fine Wednesday morning. It is a hump day. We are nearly done with the week. We are looking forward to the weekend where the Auburn Tigers are taking on the Hornets of Alabama State at 11 a.m. on the SEC Network. And I do want to remind everybody that this is our finale for the week. Uh, no show tomorrow, but we will be back next Monday morning at 8 a.m. sharp to discuss the Auburn's hopeful win over the Hornets and everything else that went on on that college football Saturday and NFL Sunday as the season's going to kick off with the Cowboys and the Buccaneers tomorrow night as Tampa Bay looks to retain their NFL crown. All right, JP, welcome to the show. How are you doing this morning? It is a Weagle Wednesday. You ready to get after it? I am doing quite well this morning. And, you know, I actually have good words about the Tiger Transit today. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Normally having a negative taste in my mouth about the bus, but 
this morning i was uh i like just walked out of my apartment i was already planning on walking to campus because i left like a good bit early and then i see the transit pull up and then there's this one guy who's looking desperately through his pockets his backpack everything for a mask so due to this guy's fault i was able to hop on the bus because normally if i see something like that they will just like just leave and just wait on the next bus to pick the guy up but you know the lady saw me walking from a distance and the guy did end up finding a mask so both of us got a ride it was actually really fast too because this early in the morning there's really like no traffic well not a lot of traffic but so thank you tiger transit for coming in clutch for once <laughs> awesome well i hope i hope that streak of success will continue and you're able to make it to the show on time in the future yes yes sir be nice all right what do you got for us uh okay so i did look up some stuff for this day of music i've got like a couple different things i want to bring up but actually before we get into well no i'll talk about music before i talk about this because i don't really want to bring this other thing up quite yet i'll bring it up later on but uh famous birthdays today's wiz khalifa's birthday how about that? Yeah, he was born in 1987. Really? That just sounds so weird to me to think that. He's, I don't know how old that makes him. I really don't feel like 33, doing the math right is that right? Now. 34. So he's in his Jesus year? That's. What? That's interesting. What? What are you talking about? He's in his Charles Barkley year. That's the year Jesus died. Oh, yeah. He's in his Jesus year. When he was 33. Okay. I'm, I'm going to keep it secular. I'm not going to go to <laughs> any religion after that. But so man, it's Khalifa's birthday. Jesus, Jesus, <laughs> Jesus could never forget how old he was, man. Just look <laughs> at a calendar. <laughs> uh, and then in 2003, David Bowie performed the first ever interactive concert with a, uh, with a performance that was beamed into 21 different movie theaters across, was this the UK? Yeah. Uh, from Warsaw to Edinburgh, or I don't know how you say it. Edinburgh. Sorry, I've never Edinburgh that. moment. So that's like, you know how they have the, the what, Fortnite what, concerts? What, yeah, whatever? what made it interactive? Uh, I think they said they had microphones where they could, like, he could take requests. So oh, that's pretty cool. Microphone. So that's too It was like Fortnite. Fortnite could never. Yeah. You can't take requests of Fortnite. It's the Fortnite Travis Scott concert, but David Bowie. David Bowie did it first. <laughs> yeah, David Bowie did do it first. That's awesome. You remember when there was the Roblox concert? Who was that? Was that Lil Nas X? Are you thinking of Minecraft? No. That happened a lot. I'm thinking of Roblox. I'm thinking about Roblox. Okay. I promise you. Roblox has kind of gone off the rails. Roblox is awesome. Was I was about to say, was Roblox ever on the rails? Like, nah, it seemed like it was insane from the start. I was never really one to partake, but... This is an edit. All right. 21 Pilots will play a Roblox concert. What? Yeah. That's... Cr that was just an collaboration. That was just announced today, so... You heard it here first. What Compact Discourse exclusive. Concerts? Yeah, this is coming from the Rolling Stone. 21 Pilots are set to play an expansive concert inside the popular video game Roblox, the band in the game have announced today. 21 Pilots join other marquee artists like Travis Scott, J Balvin, and Lil Nas X in performing inside a game, with Lil Nas X also playing in Roblox last year, yeah. while Scott and Balvin took to Fortnite. While live music was sidelined in light of the pandemic last year, video games quickly became a popular marketing option for major artists to promote new music. And I know... Our um, friend of the show, Henry, was a big fan of Minecraft concerts as well. So, I didn't know that was a thing. So, well, okay, I have a question about these. Are these sponsored by Roblox, the Roblox-specific concerts? 
because the Minecraft ones, they're they're sort of a bit like it's not meant to be taken very seriously mm-hmm. when it's happening in Minecraft. Like you're listening to no, it no, these, call, this, yeah, Twenty One Pilots. Twenty One Pilots is a partnership with Roblox and Warner Music Group. Okay, so, so it's it serious. Like the like the Hundred Gex in Minecraft concert, like that's a joke on their part that it's happening in Minecraft. But mm-hmm. no, Roblox and Fortnite are taking this. Serious. Yeah, Warner that's Music Group was part of the half a billion dollar funding round Roblox closed at the start of 2021 so roblox got 500 million dollars this year from warner movement <laughs> oh yeah they're, oh, they're part of yeah word. they got quite the chunk of change for uh for roblox for roblox i mean Ro- the grip that roblox has how expensive on, could it be to maintain it's roblox on the youth like, <laughs> of this country you would not believe i didn't think the game was i thought my little sister plays a lot. i thought fortnite kids were crazy then i met roblox kids <laughs> East Brickton, man. They, they, know. They've got the world. They've got the youth of this country in a stranglehold. Yeah, I mean, I played Pop Tropica. I never had any of this. <laughs> that, the lamest of the didn't cost Five hundred million dollars. Pop Tropica had that Dive a Wimpy Kid tie-in, man. Yeah, oh, that's what I'm about. I like that. That in Club Penguin. Oh, I was a big Club Penguin kid. Club Penguin and Minecraft and Legend of the Pirates Online and Wizard 101. I'd say those were my big ones. Nostalgia Week on Compact Discord. Yeah. I know. Uh, I know. Former station manager Breland was really big into Club Penguin, and uh, Breland also one time got her debit card canceled because <laughs> her little brother spent five hundred dollars on V Bucks and no. Fortnite. That is the funniest thing to me. I, she just maybe the greatest the story day. of all time. Did I think yeah. We just we just had the the three year anniversary of that happening. Jeez. But yeah, like five hundred bucks on V Bucks. I don't know if it was her debit card or her mom's debit card. It was on, like, Fortnite Mobile, too. Oh, my goodness. Not even, <laughs> like, I mean. All those V-Bucks. <laughs> but, yeah, that's why you should definitely restrict in-app purchases if you have a minor that has a phone that has, like, V-Bucks or whatever. A lot of these apps now have, like, they trust kids will download them, and then they'll, like, sneak in a, a weekly fee, like $5 a week, and then you won't even know what's happening until, like, four months in. Like what? What games? My sister used to play a lot of, like, horse games. She's still a big horse fan. Mm. <laughs> and uh, she downloaded, like, a, a game where you could, like, ride a horse around, basically. I mean, it was pretty It was pretty simple. I mean, it looked pretty good for a iPad game. But, like, once she downloaded it, it was like she accepted a fee because I guess she was just thinking it was, like, yeah. Starting the game hit of like the, hit the button to ride the horse. It was either Let's five, get on with it. It was it was either five or fifteen. I know I had a five in it, but it could have been fifteen like a week. And I had to help my mom cancel it. And it made me jump through so many hoops to do it. And imagine a parent that doesn't notice it. Yeah. I, I don't want to ascribe that as a common practice, but that is it's happened it, it's happened more yeah. than I've No, it is it is a problem. It is happening more frequently of games targeted at kids within app purchases that are deceptive at the very least. Um, I and I'm not going to say this outright that Fortnite is doing that, but they have a history of kids accepting gigantic purchases because they don't know what money is, <laughs> and they yeah. know how many kids use their app. Yeah, as That's a player of Fortnite and also someone who doesn't really know what money is, it's it's gotten me a few <laughs> times. I'll, I, the skins are pretty cool. 2K's gotten me before. Yeah, that oh, the, like gold, the, the gold, the golden kawaii. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think I've ever bought anything in an app purchase that wasn't like. You know, a separate full version of the app. Yeah, I've done that. More like times. I've used trials and stuff, but I've never bought like extra content inside an app. I don't think. 
I don't know. You know what? It makes me happy. I can't yeah. think of anything either. I mean, I was <laughs> right. playing Clash of Clans, but I don't think I've ever even spent a dime on that game. We're going to give JP some time to think about what he spent money on. Uh, and we're going to welcome Dylan into the show after this break. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to Compact Discourse right here on WEGL 91.1 FM. We're talking with JP. We're talking with Dylan. And we might just get Will Root on the show later in the hour. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to Compact Discourse right here on WEGL 91.1 FM. Welcome back to Compact Discourse right here on WEGL 91.1 FM, WEGLFM.com, our YouTube live stream, Eagle Eye TV, Transistor.FM, where you can listen to all of our old shows, completely PSA break free. And however you may be joining us, we welcome you in to the booth with us today. We are broadcasting live from the WEGL studios here in the Harold Melton Student Center. I'm your host, Jack Hart. We want to remind you that Twitter and Instagram are available to be followed from the WEGL accounts. That handle is at WEGL underscore AU on both Twitter and Instagram. Instagram is really popping off lately. We got a lot of great posts coming out on that one. And then at CDiscAU on Twitter if you want to get your opinion on the show. We would love to hear it. We've had some good feedback this week, and we'd like to keep that going. Just tweet at us, at CDiscAU, if you have an opinion about anything we've talked about on the show today or you want us to weigh in on some news of the week. And I mentioned the Instagram page, that is at WEGL underscore AU, where you can find promotions and announcements regarding Auburn Stages, which is probably the coolest event you will ever find on a university campus. And to discuss that, we have reined in Mr. Dylan, who is the man with the plan behind Auburn Stages. So we want to welcome in not only DJP and Grayson, but also Mr. Dylan into the studio to discuss Auburn Stages. Dylan, how are we doing this fine hump day morning? Uh, doing pretty good. A uh, little bit tired. Just got out of class, about to go straight back to class. It's pretty decent. Getting ready for tomorrow, we have uh, Joey Fermata playing some R&B kind of soulful music. It's going to be Ooh. pretty sick. Are y'all bringing out the subwoofer for this? Oh, of course. Oh, that's going to be nice. Yeah, we're going to be bumping. Quite literally. All right, well, we are looking forward to that. I know Auburn Stages was pretty awesome last week. Um, it was 5 p.m. on the Cater Lawn, which is the same situation as this week. Is that correct, Dylan? Yep, 5 p.m. on Cater. Uh, music should start at 6. Awesome. So, yeah, be sure to get there early to ensure you got a good spot. Um, that is tomorrow evening at 5 p.m. on Cater Lawn. And we have, I mean, Auburn Stages has the schedule filled up all the way to winter break. So be sure to check out the Instagram page if you want any more information about Auburn Stages as we continue to provide with one of the, the best events on campus, if I'm being honest. It's always a pretty good time. I really enjoyed the one I went to last week. I, uh, I normally don't go just because I always have a Zoom call at like 6 to 6.30ish on Thursday afternoons because it's for my Spanish class, but it got canceled last week, so I got to go enjoy Sage. And who did you say was playing that today? Uh, it's or Joey Fermato. Yeah, he's also an Auburn student, so it's good to come out and support our fellow students. Mm -hmm. 
he's actually got some music on streaming too so you can go check out a couple of songs before you come out might have to go check that out we might have to throw some of his music on wegl so people can get a little bit of a preview yeah joey if you're listening send us your music we yeah, want send it. us some mp3s some <laughs> wave files hit us up m4a's even yeah pictures <laughs> of, pictures of the waveform and we'll figure it out yeah we'll take cassettes if we have to yeah we got a cassette deck we got cds if you got any uh records you could play them on the on the table whatever i'm not sure that our cassette de- deck works i've uh, i've never actually had a tape to test it even when i was the chief engineer i'm not sure anyone's tried to run one through there in about five years that's the that's the big problem with cassette players it's hard to test because it's hard to get your hands on a cassette these days well, local musician, uh, the official bard of Baldwin County, his EP was recorded straight to cassette. Mm. That is pretty awesome. Yeah. We love the bard here at WEGL. We do love the bard. He's actually who recommended Joey Fermato for Auburn Sages, so. Dylan, with the connections, man, I can't keep track. Easily one of the most connected people in probably the whole organization, other than, like, I don't know, Britt maybe, but. You know, Britt's, Britt's on the front lines right now. Britt, Britt has a I real a job <laughs> and a kid. He's out of commission. He doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> Just as a reminder to everyone, Weagle is still Britt's favorite kid. Yeah, oh, God. <laughs> I hope he's. Not, I hope Britt's family is not listening to this one. I hope <laughs> they are. I think they need to hear that. I think they need to remember where they, where they sit <laughs> on the totem pole. I think the kid really needs to hear that. I don't even know how to respond to that. Yeah, that, that's probably for the best, JP. I'm glad. I'm glad. Mm. Um, so, what have you been listening to lately, JP? Um, and uh, if you want to preview Woodstock Hour tonight, yeah, I can. Uh, I'll tell you a little bit about what I've been listening to. So, I'm still kind of trying to listen to some new stuff. Not like new as in release this year, because I gave Donda a good like 15 minutes before I was like, okay, I come on. That's only. 12.5% of the album. I just wasn't feeling it, man. I was playing Skate 3, and, you know, Skate 3's got a great soundtrack. Skate 3 is not a Donda type of game, man. I know, but I figured I would just mute the TV and then just listen to a new album while I'm playing Skate 3, and I just couldn't. It, it just, I really just wasn't. Wasn't happening? It. it wasn't happening. I still haven't listened to the new Drake album, but Sturgill Simpson actually released an album a couple weeks ago. It's like a country concept slash bluegrass album. It's called The Ballad of Dude and Juanita. Oh, you're speaking my language. It is good, man. I love it. There's a song called Juanita on there, and it's got Willie Nelson in it. It's kind of got like a like a Latin vibe to it, I guess, is the best way to describe it. I can dig it. But it's really good. I love the bluegrass. I, I did not realize how much I enjoyed bluegrass music until I heard his two Cut and Grass albums. Phenomenal works. I actually bought one of those CDs for my mom. Uh, the other album, though, that I've been listening to that I do want to tell people about is Greg Allman, 1973. It's his first ever solo album. It's called Laid Back. He has the first song on the album is it's a cover. I guess it's not really a cover because he wrote the song called Midnight Rider. Jack, I know you like that song. Yes, and then sir. the next one's called Queen of Hearts. And Queen of Hearts is like kind of a jazz song. And it's seriously one of my favorite ones right now. So if you want any song recommendations for me for the week, it's Queen of Hearts by Greg Allman. And if you want an al- album recommendation, it's either going to be The Ballad of Dude and Juanita or Greg Allman's Laid Back. So like Woodstock Hour tonight, though. So I did not plan on having a show originally because there was supposed to be a volleyball game, but it got canceled 
So I figured I'm just going to take requests tonight. So if anyone is tuned in and you want to hear some classic rock tonight, I want to take your requests. So you can call in 334-844-9345. I mean, I don't know if you want to call in right now and talk about classic rock because this is kind of like just a morning talk show. I'm kind of yeah. monologuing We'll let right JP now, field but. your questions <laughs> if you want to talk about classic rock. It's going to become Stump the Chump with JP. It's just start bringing in trivia. See if JP knows. Yeah. What kind of helicopter crash did Stevie Ray Vaughan die in? <laughs> it was Eric Clapton's helicopter. That's all I know. That's Very cool. interesting. Yeah. One of my guests, uh, my friend Seth, who's actually going to be on my show. We're going to record on like a Sunday afternoon or something like that in a few weeks. But he has like this just kind of bone to pick with Eric Clapton. Well, I mean, he just like doesn't like his music because of the whole incident. And it's like kind of a joke, but it's also kind of not a joke because I don't know a kernel of truth laying laying in that joke i guess so yeah that's a good way to describe a kernel of truth i might have to add that to my list <laughs> so i don't have like a word of the week or word of the day whatever but i have kind of like this note in my phone of like stuff i want to say more <laughs> n- not stuff like that it's just like things that i hear and i'm like huh that's kind of it's a different way of saying i know yeah thing. grayson you have one of those this week what about about tractors Oh, that really cranks my tractor? Yes, sir. I've never heard that before. Yeah, I, I think that's a fairly common expression. I heard it on a soccer broadcast. It wasn't something, or no, I, yeah, soccer. But like that just, wait, what's it? I don't know. I heard it on a sports broadcast yeah. somewhere. But it cranked like, his tractor. It was new to me. Yeah. It's a pretty jarring phrase to get to get thrown on, on the clock, mind you. Yeah, that's true. The, the ones that we threw out the other day, the ones about me always being right, the if i tell you it looks yeah. like rain i like that i think the chicken one is hilarious i think you might though. need to save that one for a, for a situation yeah i think i'll i'll save those for later but like some of the things that i've kind of i just like wrote down some of just like some of my favorite things to say is to like to refer to other people as npcs i love that i think it's the funniest that's a little mean <laughs> yeah it is other a people mean, are walking around on autopilot not me though <laughs> not me though i'm different yeah it, it kind of freaks me out thinking about other drivers having like a destination like they're driving somewhere everyone's going somewhere they're not just npcs that look well i talk about a lot of stuff as though i'm just living in a video game just because it's it's funny to say like oh he just spawned in or whatever jeez (laughs) he's he's living in skate three that's how jp lives his life yeah so dylan what have you been uh listening to lately oh oh shoot wasn't ready to be (laughs) not to put you on the spot (laughs) but uh well, I got a shout out. They I just know. came in, did a Wiggle session with us. Hotel Fiction's album has just been like kind of on repeat. It's been great. A lot of the singles have already been released, but the few songs that are new, it's just always on repeat. Uh, and then also, I don't think we can play any of this on air because looking at it, no, there's three non-explicit songs. Abby the Nomad's new album is, it's a whole lot of fun. Just a fun like hip hop, pop, album about his life cool really solid cool i like that shirt the glass animal shirt oh thank you i'm actually driving out to atlanta tonight to take photos of them where are they playing uh the maris bank amphitheater Mm. but right now there is flash flood warning for atlanta so Mm. Uh, it's gonna be interesting you can't flood inside a building well it's an amphitheater yeah it was inside a building and then got moved outside (laughs) Is that uh 
What's the one they have like on that big lawn? It's not that one. It's that's like the Lakewood Amphitheater or something. I think I don't know what the Ameris Bank one is, but I think like did fish come there a couple weeks back? Like I think so. Back? Yeah, okay. this one's up in Alpharetta technically, but yeah, it's this, all Atlanta. This is the one I'm thinking of then. Yeah, sweet. You know something that got stuck in my head and I just haven't been able to shake it for the past three days is um the way life goes by Lil Uzi Vert. It's just been up. It's been That's bouncing around my head for forever. And no matter how many times I listen to it, it won't go away. It's a good song. Who hurts you? <laughs> I mean, take your pick. Do you miss her? I got a list a mile long. Did y'all see where uh, apparently a fan is who ripped out his diamond from his forehead? Yeah, we talked about that on the show on, on, um, on Monday. Yeah. Oh, wow. They ripped the diamond yeah. out of his... What? Apparently, he got the diamond back. He got it back. They yeah. pulled but it out. At Rolling Loud. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's oh. been paying on it since 2017, so I'm glad he got his diamond back. He's yeah. had that thing since 2017. Well, no, he hasn't had it. He's just been putting down payments on yeah. it. Mm. It's incredibly expensive. $24 million. So Forehead diamond. Expensive like, forehead diamond. Yeah. And now he's just got like a piercing there. Awesome. Mm, that All right. Hurts. Pretty big downgrade. We're going to head to a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to continue our lively discussion with DJP, Grayson, and Dylan. Uh, don't go anywhere. You're listening to Compact Discourse right here on WEGL 91.1 FM, wigglefm.com, or however you're joining us today. We'll be right back in about two minutes after these messages. Welcome back to Compact Discourse right here on WEGL 91.1 FM, WEGLFM.com, or however you are joining us today, whether that be on our YouTube live stream or listening to the podcast. Tweet at us if you're listening to the podcast at CDiscAU. Those podcasts get released absolutely PSA break free so you don't miss any of the action. Uh, we were welcoming you into the Bradley based in studios here on the campus of Auburn University. We're in the Harold Melton Student Center as always it is september 8th 2021 and it's 9 34 a.m it is the bottom of the hour so let's jump right into your auburn alabama weather report it is currently 77 degrees and partly cloudy it's going to get up to about 82 degrees today with a low of 69 we've got your morning temperature at 80 degrees so it's still going to warm up a little bit before the afternoon we got about a 20 percent chance of rain scattered tea storms this afternoon 60 percent chance of rain so bring that umbrella and watch the radar if you're leaving the house it's going to get up to around 80 so expect a steamy afternoon your overnight temp is going to be 70 degrees with a 14 percent chance of rain so if the rain holds off it'll be a nice cool night to sit out on your porch and listen to some of our great wegl shows including woodstock hour which is coming up tonight and we got cheetah print right after that one with dj cd right after gjp so cheetah print woodstock hour we go wednesday you aren't going to want to miss it and we got auburn stages tomorrow and i got just the fellas to talk about it with we got djp in the studio we got dylan in the studio how are you guys doing today it is 9 35 and we are feeling good this wednesday who is cd chris debias okie doke so we got compact discourse that's right 
and then DJ CD. And we also have a compact disc where you can listen to some some fine tracks. Really? Well. What are those? Uh, uh <laughs> what? What? <laughs> you know what a CD is. Uh, maybe the Bard's next album will be on a CD. Um, I'm thinking eight track. Okay, that's yeah. my bet. You got to evolve with with the times. Yeah, yeah. he's got to catch up eventually. So I have uh, another one of those phrases, things that have kind of like piqued my interest, whatever. Calling uh, whenever you hang out with someone new for the first time or like a mutual friend of a friend situation, I call it a crossover episode. Like, do you ever have those kind of moments wherever you're like, you know, I've known this person for quite some time, but we've never like actually hung out. So now that we're finally doing it and it's like not with like the... Yeah, the, or the linking friend. It's like, all right, we're having a crossover episode. Or when you, yeah, or when you just merge two f- two friends for that you have known for a while that they haven't met, but you know them both very well. Yeah. And then you know, the, the the whole dynamic's really weird because you kind of have to explain in jokes. You have to be like the translator between the two friend groups because mm-hmm. you're the only one who gets everything. Yeah. Um, I had an experience like that over the summer. Uh, my good friends Lee and Parker and I went to a uh, Atlanta Braves game and uh, I had a fourth ticket and the only the only other person I could convince to go with me I'm just I'm just kidding I just know Jacob Hillman is a huge Braves fan as well mm-hmm. so I got Jacob Hillman to come with me to Atlanta to hang out with Lee and Parker at the Braves game and that was certainly an interesting afternoon as I had you know two 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 of my craziest friend groups got to interact with each other that day and uh, hilarity didn't sue so I'm glad I'm glad Hillman got to meet Lee and Parker because uh, we had a great time at the Braves game and yeah it was it was a crossover episode as JP mm. likes to say do you have any yeah examples um any any recent episodes worth watching the root man and I actually went to Moe's last week it was like I think last Monday or two Mondays ago and he met like some of my friends and like they had never met before so it was a little bit of a crossover episode I've been hanging out with he and some of his friends so I guess I've kind of been the guest star on their little group friend group TV show you're not quite in the opening credits yet maybe next season yeah I mean I might make it to the opening credits at some point we'll see about it you're a recurring character yeah yeah I guess so I'm kind of like a uh NPC you know, I might actually be an NPC of the group right now. I don't know if I've had enough like uh, character development. You have enough unique. I think I'm vo- still a static yeah, character. Not enough unique voice lines. Yeah, you only have four options to speak whenever you see them. Yeah, I think I may even have a laugh track sometimes whenever I when I make a joke. I think it's kind of like on cue, whatever. I think that's hyping yourself up a little bit. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna laugh that one off. Got him. I feel I like any crossover God. episode, though, with, like, a friend group and then someone from Weagle is just dangerous. What do you like mean Like, you're playing that? with fire. Because everyone from Weagle is, like, just crazy. I mean, not really. Like, chaotic energy. In a sense. Perhaps. You know, we were actually talking about you the other day, too. Because I went Ooh. and hung out at next door to your old place. With oh, you were at Graham's? Yeah, and yeah. he was very sad that you moved out from next door. He was looking forward to living next door to you. Yeah, man, I miss that place. I really love my new place, I'm not going to lie, but that spot was so nice. So nice. I really do miss living back there. I'm a tad bit closer to campus right now, but I'm still like, oh, yeah. Uh, I'm still like, I don't know. I'd like to describe it as like maybe a short par four away. Okay. Like I'm super close by, but... 
All right. So I know you guys had some some special birthday wishes we wanted to send out on oh, the airwaves. Yeah. Uh, happy 22nd birthday, Tyler Ward. I hope that you have a great day today. I don't think that you're listening right now, but in the off chance that you are, I hope that you have a special day. Happy birthday. In the even more off chance that you're listening, because he is in Birmingham, uh, Matt Sanderlin, Adventure Boy, happy birthday. Go check out their Wiggle session. Adventure Boy, Wiggle Sessions. Uh, yeah, that's on the WGL YouTube page if you want to check that out. If you're a fan of Tiny Desk Concerts on NPR, it, you know, it's our, it's, our, it's our take on that kind of situation. So, yeah. But it's better. Yeah, I mean, much better because it's, it's a WEGL session. So, uh, if you're watching the YouTube live stream, just, you know, after the show's over, head on over to our other videos and you can check out all of our Wiggle Sessions, not just the Venture Boy one. So, be sure to do that. And then, is it... It was the Root Man's birthday, correct? Yeah, it was yesterday. Okay, yeah. so happy birthday to Will Root, WEGL fellow, friend of the show, potential guest on the show. So Yeah, we'll see if he makes it in at the buzzer. Is, uh, yeah. is he in that room over there? We'll, we'll have a look-see in the next break. We'll, we'll check it out. Well, yeah, make a call to the bullpen, we'll if you take will. A, yeah. Take a gander. Ooh. Tag out. Yeah. Make a call to the bullpen. I like that one. We'll little sports reference for you. We, we do a little... <laughs> <laughs> what was that? We do a little sports references. So I've got like plenty of other things on this list of uh All right, yeah. I, I enjoy things. Hit it. Uh so I mean this is things that I've heard before, but I mean it's just I kinda enjoy hearing it because it's different from saying like well okay, the word that I'm trying to bring up is qualms. I got qualms. Hey the root man walking in. Come on in, Root Man. Devil. What's up, there Will? We just wished you a happy birthday on the air. If you want to, you want to plop down, we'll uh, we'll get your take on that. Okay. He's got the banana bottle. Want some hot takes on your birthday? <sighs> some hot takes. I don't know if I have any hot takes. All right, mic's on. Don't say anything bad. Hot take or not? Welcome to the show, Will Root. What were you listening to? What was I listening to? Yeah. Uh, it was my Discover Weekly, so I don't even know. It was uh, Younger by The Hales. Mm. Mm. Just heard it for the first time ever, just now. So I don't know. Cool. Yeah. Cool so what's stuff. up? What's up with everybody else? We're kicking it. It's a yeah. Weagle Wednesday. It you is know? a Weagle no Wednesday. No complaints. It's a Woo Back Wednesday. A Woo Back Wednesday for sure. You have a sound for that? <laughs> you click something like you had a sound for that. We know it. We got it here. JP, you were yeah. saying? Uh, it's just qualms. Qualms. Like uh, yeah. I, I, th that's another word I've recently added to my lexicon. Kind of. In, in, a, in a case of parallel thought, I think qualms is... It's it's a very descriptive word. Mm -hmm. Something has to be very specific to to be a qualm. Yeah. And, and I think it, qualms arise. They present themselves very frequently in, in one's day to day life. Another one that I mentioned last night on his show was stout. <laughs> we had a good time with stout yesterday. Yeah, we had a fun time talking about. As stout. in like sturdy and stubborn. Uh, it's more like just. I think the word the other word that went along with it was corpulence which is just kind of another word for like huh. I wouldn't say like overweight but just oh generally stout. Okay. large I see. yes because yeah when I hear stout I think of like a stout defense like something that's not giving up a lot of yardage see but that's still like another good way to mm -hmm. use stout like it's got a lot of different meanings stout has a good it rolls off the tongue mm -hmm. we like stout it's a great word I We're thought all that was a pig's nose no that's a snout I thought it was a type of dark beer it is it's that as well gotcha and the other word that i had that kind of went with that was ambiguity because ambiguity only has like one meaning 
but the meaning of it is that it could have several meanings. So like you could describe stout as kind of like an ambiguous term because it can be, well, actually that might not be the right word for that, but I'm not entirely sure. I, I like ambiguity because I always want to say ambiguousness mm-hmm. and that's not right. So maybe there is some ambiguity to whether or not it's ambiguity or ambiguousness. There might be. Could be. It's one of life's greatest mysteries. All right, Will. What have you been listening to on your birthday week, music-wise? Man, you always got to put me on the spot with the music. What? <laughs> Man. The music director, bro. <laughs> hey, you got to. Hey, He's I, just been listening to Happy Birthday on I have feed. been. It was, yeah, that's it. Um, I don't know. Uh, one song that came out this past week, it's No One Else Around by Orchid Mantis. I put it on the show last night. It's a, it's a, a new banger. single that just dropped last week, and that's probably my favorite song right now. I thought it was, it's pretty good. Um, I don't know if he's releasing a project soon or not, but I know that that's what... It was a single that just dropped, so maybe he's teasing something there. I thought it was pretty good. Good to hear. Yeah, I enjoyed that show. And, you know, we did play a little bit of Mac Miller. I don't think we showed enough love to Mac Miller, but it's kind of hard to play a good bit of his music because it's kind of hard to find the clean versions of it. But Mm -hmm. yesterday was the three-year anniversary of his passing, which is crazy to think that it's already been three years. Three years, yeah. Mm -hmm. That was a formative memory of my college experience you know i remember it was like one of the first like things i remember happening freshman year i think like the day i moved in was the day aretha franklin passed away Mm -hmm. and then within like a month after that was the whole mac miller thing i don't remember where i was but i remember the whole day that it happened because i was thinking about i was like that really just happened because it was uh what like maybe a month not even a whole month after swimming came out that album yeah it was like he did that, and then there was the the NPR Tiny Desk, and then he was gone. Yeah, um, one of my memories with that was, like, he passed away on a Friday because that was the – September 8th was on a Friday in 2018. So we had a home game the next day, <clears throat> and Jordan Hare was blasting some Mac Miller during the game, and everyone was just going crazy. It was pretty – it was a pretty surreal experience, honestly. That's what it's all about. All right, we're going to head to a quick PSA break for our 945 break. We'll be back in about two minutes with some more compact discourse. I got DJP, I got Dylan, I got Will Roots in the booth with me here in the WEGL studios. Do not go anywhere. We'll be right back after these messages. Welcome back to Compact Discourse right here on WEGL 91.1 FM, WEGLFM.com, and wherever you may be joining us today. This is the final segment of the week. We are getting out of here, but we're going to finish strong. Next show is Monday at 8 a.m., no show tomorrow, so plan accordingly if you are a regular listener of the show. I wish I could do a show, but unfortunately I'm unable to tomorrow. So we are going to just make the most of today for the final 15 minutes. I got Davis Carroll, I've got DJP, and I've got Will Root sitting in the booth with me today. How are you guys doing, Davis? How was your How was your break uh, um, from the show? I ate some Chick-fil-A. I think I might have ate too much. I'm getting a tummy ache. Mm. The hash browns really did it for me. We got resident Chick-fil-A expert JP on the show as well. I literally had Chick-fil-A before I got here. 
Yeah, I got good. it from the the one the downtown. One, well, I don't know if you'd call Ooh, it. How is the one the one at uh, three twenty? The Magnolia one. I haven't it been to that one yet. Fire! They have yet to disappoint me. Knock off. They got the tenders. They mm. got tenders there. Yo, I I saw recently that Chick Fil A. Some locations have like the the mocha cold brew. I didn't know they had that. I thought it was just plain and then vanilla, but the one at back home had the mocha flavor and it was fire to say the least. Interesting. I'm gonna need another coffee after this, so yes, I I'm at the point now, man, where I gotta have at least addicted? two cups. <laughs> well, we've been known addiction. that, but hey, you you don't drink any caffeine at all, right, Davis? I mean, I don't have anything against it, but I don't I, drink coffee. Hill, and stuff. Hillman doesn't drink caffeine either. I don't okay. drink caffeine. I don't drink it very often. Like I'll drink I don't drink sodas very often either. Most I'll drink a sweet tea. I was about to say because you were trying to take a nap in the bullpen yesterday, <laughs> and I was like, "Man, I bet if Davis had." I know I wasn't that. trying to. I did take a nap in the bullpen, and then, and then you I fell d- out of your chair. No, I didn't I fall out of my chair. <laughs> I, I had like it fell off something. You know, like in when yeah, yeah, like you know when you're sleeping. It's called a hypnagogic <laughs> jerk. Do you know that? I do oh, now. Wow. Can you yeah. say that word one more time? Hypnagogic. That's what I had. A That's hypnagogic a jerk. And I did. It wasn't a dream like I was list. falling off anything. I think it was a dream about like class or something. It was like it was a it was a nap where I was like kind of asleep but kind of awake at the same time. I can still hear what was going on, but I was asleep. Hypnagogic. Every time I fly on an airplane, I always like I can't fall asleep, so I'm always like I'll, I'll be right about to sleep and then I'll jump, and everybody there on the airplane will just look at me, <laughs> and then I try to do it again, and it happens like two or three more times, and I'm like, you know what? Maybe I should just try to stop sleeping. Is it like the the pre falling asleep twitch thing? Yeah, it is. It's just like right when I'm about to fall asleep, and I'll just jerk. I do that, like, sometimes. I mean, pretty much every single time right before you fall asleep, like, that's going to happen. But it'll be, like, kind of, like, violent when I do it sometimes. <laughs> it's like, like, I don't even know how to describe it. But I uh, I fell asleep one time in high school. It was during – we were doing, like, a practice SAT. It's something that didn't even count, but they made us show up and do it. And I – On, like, like, a Saturday? No, it was, they, like – They did it during class. Yeah, uh, like, they'd, they'd stop class, class and they'd make you take it. Okay. So I was like in the middle of that and then I just kind of, I mean, I blew through it and then I like fell asleep on my desk and I like jerked awake like while everyone was still taking the test. And after that, I was like, okay, I don't think I can ever sleep in class again and it be the same because I like, I didn't like make a lot of noise, but I could like feel it in how like hard I shook when I woke up that and I have like another, well, I mean, I'm not even going to go into the whole story about this, but Whenever you're asleep, like Davis was, and whenever you like have that dream that you fall and you wake up, I've had like this one dream where I remember there was like this alligator that like jumped at me, like it was gonna eat me, but then like the alligator like disappeared right before it could, and I like managed to stay asleep. I still like I'm not gonna tell the whole story on the air just because like thank you. There's a lot of context, <laughs> of course, but it was it was weird. Wrestling gators in your dreams. Uh, Wasn't it just oh, the other yeah. day we were talking about wrestling a gator? Harrowing escape from a dream gator. <laughs> I guess yes. so. Was that, were we talking about that on the air? No, we, that was at Little Italy's the other night. Yeah, yeah. We're talking about we have to wrestle, or was it you or Thomas who said you'll have to wrestle a gator before you died? Uh, I think that was me. Yeah. I don't know if I said it before I died, but I just said I wanted to You do have to it. wrestle a gator. It's something you could definitely do out. In Come from Mobile, kid. I definitely understand that. Yeah, Mobile. Or I feel like does that? Do they have gator wrestling places around where you're from, Davis? We don't have gator wrestling places, but there's a place where you can go see gators. Are what? there gator wrestling places? I don't there think there has to be. No, it, uh, 
you're gonna walk in. They're gonna be like, here, it's time. Your time to wrestle a gator. <laughs> it's, nah. it's like oh, a rodeo. It's like, like bull riding. You get a hold of your arm. Fifteen you're bucks. Dead. Ding you're ding. Dead. I don't know. There's got to be some Did you some type of organized alligator wrestling. I wouldn't say an organization, but I feel like that's something that's got to be going on <laughs> underground somewhere. Did you see MLG. The, did you see the, the video of the, the dad in Utah taking on the alligator when it bit the uh, the lady at the birthday party? No, I didn't see mm. that. This is pretty this is pretty weird and wild stuff, folks. All right, so it was at like a like a kid's birthday party. They took him to like a, a learning center, aquarium type situation. And all the kids were watching through the glass while the, the feeder was like, I don't know, like throwing a rotisserie chicken or whatever at the, at the gator. <laughs> and the, the gator comes up and, and grabs her arm. And when this absolute man of a dad comes out in the cargo shorts and, and the high top fade and uh, just leaps into the enclosure and pins down the alligator while all the kids get, you know, escorted away by the other yeah. parents. But uh, it, was, it was a hero moment for that guy. Okay, that JP. Cool. If you want a gator wrestle, you have to go to Covington, Louisiana. See, there is I'm a gator wrestling club. I, I in deal, Covington. right here. It too. would be deal. Louisiana. Now this, this one's in Florida, so that's I got also one in Covington that has an official Facebook page. Oh, really? I got one. They don't. They don't just give those to anybody. Gatorland, True. Florida. Gatorland. Gatorland, Florida. You can go. I, I don't know if you can wrestle, but there's definitely there are professionals who will wrestle the gators in front of people. It's a club you can join, JP, in Covington. Do I want to go to Covington, Louisiana, though? Yes, you do. You can go to, you can go to the parish of in Louisiana. You can go to. Uh, I've been there before. You can go check out the Tabasco factory. That's on my list. Man, ever since I watched True Detective, I've had a completely different view of uh, Louisiana. I'm not gonna lie. It's a good show. Yeah, the first season. I mean, that's the only season that's I cared only season about I've watching as well. But you seen True Detective? No, I've actually heard it's really good. Though it is amazing. I'd say it's I watched it in one night. Mm. What's it on? It's on HBO. Okay, I'll yeah. have to watch it. I'll put it. Just watch the first season. Don't worry about the second or third. Is it like eight episodes or is it like thirteen? It's more than eight, but it's less than thirteen. Is it one of those shows that like changes up the cast every yeah. year? Okay, that's because I, I saw it was like what Woody Harrelson, Woody Harrelson, Matt Matthew McConaughey. Okay, McConaughey's character is so weird though, and the, and that show Rust, he's like so Rust, weird. Rust, yeah, what's his name Rusty. Yeah, Russ Cole. He's like. Well, uh, Woody Harrelson's kind of like the the bad cop. I mean, they're both bad cops, if we're being honest. They're not good cop, bad cop, or whatever. But I remember the the I don't sleep, I just dream. I was like, what in the world am it's I watching crazy. right now? <laughs> yeah, it, it's crazy. It's a good show, though. Good. Yeah. Resident McConaughey expert JP. Yeah, I read the book. Resident McConaughey impersonator JP. Yeah, I read it. Oh, Thoughts really? on Green Lights? I loved it, man. I, I was going to read it a second time, but during the semester, I have, like, zero time to just, like, read on my own. It's hard to lock in and read when you got a full plate. Yeah, I'm still, I mean, I'm still at where I left off with No Country, but I'm going to finish that book. I'm probably going to finish it over, like, fall break because I could probably finish it in, like, two or three days if I just sat down and read it, like, 100 pages at a time. I could do that in, like, a couple hours. Not even that long. I mean, I'm not a fast reader by any means, but... <laughs> I'm just a simple man. I'm not a fast I'm reader. I'm just a simple man. Uh, I, can, I can also recommend the Green Lights audiobook read by McConaughey himself. Mm. And, uh, you know, the he's, he's pretty enthusiastic. It's, it's, a, it's, an, it's an audio performance unlike anything I've ever heard on Audible. He has yeah. a good reading voice. He has a good reading voice. He's very enthusiastic. I mean, and he wrote the story, so he tells them how he intended to have him heard. Yeah, and he's he, got great stories. He yells a lot. There's a lot of yelling. 
good. Was there yelling in the right. thing about him being playing the bongos? Yeah, and, and fighting the the, oh, the African wrestling match. I loved that part. I thought that was so cool that he. It wasn't about like beating him. It was about like going the. He distance. took the challenge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, taking the challenge. Go one and zero today, everybody. Attack today. Find something. Find something to win today. I want to know with the Tiger Transit right now. There so you I go. It off Keep the streak Facebook. alive. Get another dub if you can. That's I'm owing one man. after eating too much food. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta catch back up. You gotta. You gotta improve that record. I might be two and zero depending on if I can fill up these requests for this show tonight. I've already got one request. Oh, I'll be playing Brandy by Looking Glass. I All right. I thought you said. Yeah. I thought you said you had quests. Like you had to. You had to. Complete him throughout yeah, the day. Uh, yeah, I mean, JP was saying he, he lives his life like a video game in the last segment. So if you see anybody with a question mark over their heads, go talk to them. You would love <laughs> Game Exchange, JP. You'd love the music in there. What do you mean by that? You'd have to go and find out yourself. All right. Mm. Well, I think that's going to do it for this week of Compact Discourse. I want to thank Davis for hanging out with me every day this week. Also, JP and Will for coming in on a Weagle Wednesday. We got Woodstock Hour coming up at 7 p.m. tonight right here on WEGL. Requests are open, so uh, drop JP a line if you are interested in hearing some songs. Uh, we also got Cheetah Print coming on right after that with DJ CD. I heard the playlist last night. It's going to be a pretty fun show. That is all thing funk, R&B, soul, anything to get you moving on a Wednesday night at 8 p.m. So keep your dial right here on WEGL 91.1 FM for the remainder of the day because it's going to be a fun one. Any closing thoughts, fellas? Great week of shows. Yeah, I'm excited. I haven't done an all-request show before. And, I mean, if I don't fill up all my requests, I can just find some stuff. It's not going to be hard. Power to the people. Yes. Boom. Happy birthday, Will. Thank you. You Happy birthday. Wow. uh, 22. 22. It's my Taylor Swift year. Nice symmetrical year. Right there with you, bud. Nice. It's it's nice. Getting getting a little old over here. Just a little. Just a little bit. Getting old. Uh, Davis, thank you for joining me on the show this week. We had a good time. A lot of fruitful discussion. I think we we made some days. Good. We went one or no. We did. All right. Well... That is going to do it for today's show. Thank you so much for listening to this exciting episode of Compact Discourse right here on WEGL 91.1 FM or however you joined us today, whether that be on your radio antenna, listening to our podcast, or on WEGLFM.com, as well as watching our YouTube live stream. We want to remind you that the podcasts are available wherever you get your podcasts. Absolutely PSA break free. You can follow us on Twitter at CDISCAU, that's C-D-I-S-C-A-U, for links to the podcast, information about the show, and important updates. You can also tweet at us to get your opinions on the show. Go ahead and follow the station on Twitter and Instagram as well. That's at W-E-G-L underscore A-U. And our dedicated team of marketing professionals is working really hard to give you some great content. So as for Jack Hart, your host, Davis Carroll, DJP, Will Root, Grayson Moyer, Jacob Hillman, Alex Houston, and everybody we had on the show this week, as well as Luke Walker and Dylan Basden. I mean, we had a great lineup. We want to thank you for listening to Compact Discourse. I'm Jack Hart. We'll talk to you on Monday at 8 a.m. And as always, War Eagle. We'll talk to you next week. Have a great weekend. There's a drive in a deep left field by Castellanos. It will be a home run.